Hello, hello. You found us again on Boomerangs. This is Ruth. And this is Mike. Today we have a couple of heavier topics to get into. One is Facebook. It's Indigenous Peoples Day today. Some people call it Columbus Day, but Biden just created Indigenous Peoples Day. And we want to talk about that a little bit. And the problem of homelessness in Los Angeles. I have watched Squid Game. I've watched five episodes. And you wanted to follow up on... Oh, on the Chestnut Man. They're both on Netflix, right? Yes. I went to a theater to see Lamb, an Icelandic film. It's called a horror film. I didn't find it that horrifying, but it's, it's intense. They scare easy up it's in Iceland. Very... <laughs> they should, with all that windswept <laughs> landscape. Facebook had a very tough week last week. My goodness. They were talked about on That's 60 right. Minutes and in the Senate committee, and then they went down for five hours, right? including Instagram and all the rest of it. Do and we know why they went down? Are they claiming it was just technical? They said it was just a server issue. It couldn't have been. They had to have been clearing <laughs> off something, destroying evidence of some kind. Really? Well, like, how could Facebook be around for like 20-some years or however long it's been there? And then the day after, this woman blows the whistle on yeah. what they're doing, it suddenly goes down for six or eight hours or whatever well, it was. Well, I know that there are a lot of conspiracy theories about what happened, but, <laughs> oh, but what, I mean. I'm becoming a QAnoner. <laughs> but, I will allow for the possibility that okay. it was random. It is very strange that on the day after that yes. Francis Haugen testified or was on 60 Minutes mm-hmm. and talked and revealed herself, mm-hmm. revealed her true identity, and then went and talked to the Senate was the very day that it went down. Right. So that is, it's very suspicious. Yes. But until we know something, we won't know anything. Right. The thing that intrigues me the most, because I was a teenage girl, is the idea that Instagram has such a profound negative effect on young women's body dysmorphia and mental health. And that Facebook knows this. Yes. That's the really disturbing part. That they know so much about what they do. They and know they, it. And they promote it because it makes clicks it, for them. Yes. And it and makes sells money for them. Yep. Zuckerberg has maintained all this time that it was just a libertarian town come square. together. Town square. The exactly. Town square. For yeah. people to connect with each other and create communities. Yeah. And that has never really been what it was about. And it was very much in the mix with the Rohingya and Myanmar and the slaughtering of the those people because Facebook is the internet for a lot of countries. Right. There is no World Wide Web. It's just you right. log on to Facebook. And, and, that's and WhatsApp is their phone service. Yes. And so that's how people <laughs> communicate around the world. But what about Myanmar? You didn't hear Where about did that? Where did that come from? It was used as a way of fulminating hate against the Rohingya people. Oh, so they used Facebook as kind of like a tribal weapon. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Exactly. And that was proven. And the thing with Cambridge Analytica was Mm -hmm. proven that they Mm -hmm. had created a situation where information was given to people. Like if I went on Facebook and Mm -hmm. had a Cambridge Analytica Mm -hmm. tag and I had 40 friends, all of those friends would be tagged. All of their friends would be tagged. And Mm -hmm. so it created an exponential platform. It's like the culmination of evil high-tech capitalism because what's driving it is they want to sell advertising so they make money yes but in order to sell advertising they have to appeal to each of us by finding out what our personal preferences are Mm -hmm. and by feeding us more and more information that only addresses those and that pits us against people of other persuasions and the more they do that the more money they make 
But the more they do that, the more the country's falling apart because we're all in our little algorithm-based silos. Oh, yeah. Think about how much it had to do with the 2016... With Trump and and the ongoing thing with the vaxxers and the QAnon and everything. And YouTube has decided that it's not going to have anti-vaccine videos on its site anymore. Facebook could decide to do that. I mean, YouTube is not as big as Facebook, although I don't know how big YouTube is because it's huge. Yeah, it's Google, I think. YouTube? Uh Uh-huh. makes sense, but I, I, think they do. I don't know that for a fact, but you look like you do. I kind of think I do. Okay. I believe you. I trust you. You're my podcast partner. How could I not? Facts are not our strong suit on this show. <laughs> we get as close as we can. That's close enough. Speak for yourself. <laughs> When Trump was taken off of Facebook, there was a tribunal of sorts Mm -hmm. that said to Mark Zuckerberg, we don't know what's supposed to be on Facebook and what's not. We don't know if we can kick him off permanently. You're going to have to decide. Mm -hmm. And I can just see this being kicked down the road until the 2024 election. It's an interesting time. It's almost like where we were with cigarettes 50 or 60 years ago. Exactly. Where suddenly it's like, holy smokes, no pun intended, but holy smokes, (laughs) we realize now that we are actually enticing people to kill themselves with tobacco so that our shareholders can make money. And there was finally a moment of awareness and then some change. And even that change was hard to make And people happen. still smoke. And people still smoke. But at least the culture did eventually change. Yes. But we're in the wild, wild west phase still of the internet. We still haven't gotten clear on the downside to this, what was supposed to be, like you said, it was supposed to be this wonderful town square, bring everybody together. It's doing exactly the opposite. But it's doing the opposite because of the profit motive that drives those advertising sales. As you said, and they know it. That's what this woman made clear to me that I I wasn't so aware of before, was they know the damage it's doing. It's not like, oh, we don't mean to do that. We're just trying to make people talk to each other. Yeah. They know it's making people suicidal. And that's very hard to even look past. I read something today that said, it isn't Instagram that's making girls feel insecure. And this was in the New York Times. It was an right. op-ed in the New York Times. It was basically like, young women have been made insecure by society for centuries. And yeah, that's true. But right. this is that's throwing right. lighter fluid on the fire. Right. Before the internet, we had the thing that Cornell West calls the commodification of human beings, where people are reduced to being products, basically, or consumers of products. As someone said, if you're getting a free service and you don't know what the product is, you are the product, mm-hmm. well, which is and, true of Facebook. Yeah. And now with Facebook, it's not only are we commodified, but our experience becomes a commodity. If I go to a restaurant, I feel compelled Mm -hmm. to post a picture of what I'm eating because that makes it real and that makes me somehow validated and important, but only if I get enough likes. So I have to go back later that night and see if people liked it, you know, and then I can decide if I'm worth hanging around for another day or not. Well, it's about having a curated life yeah, or online life so that you can make things look as if you were experiencing things in a way Mm -hmm. that would make other people envy them. I think we've said as much as we can about Facebook. Anyway. So on to Indigenous Peoples Day, which is today. I think it's inspiring that we're renaming the day. I looked in my calendar, my iCalendar, and it said Columbus Day. Uh Oh, wait a minute. Did it? I think it's a state by state if they want to continue to honor Columbus Day as well. Yes. And we have the option of making it both holidays on the same day. Do you know what? 
It has both holidays listed. Okay. Columbus Day and Indigenous Peoples yeah. Day. Yeah. I'm all for it. What it made me realize was, once again, you look back to the way we were educated in our junior high years, maybe middle school, junior high. We were fed such a weird version of history. That was, such a crock. Well, it was one viewpoint, but we were taught that Columbus discovered the new world, but he didn't. The new world had been populated thousands of years earlier by people who came here from Asia through the land yeah. bridge and settled here. What he really discovered was that there were a whole bunch of people living here. Right. He discovered that Europeans were clueless, that there was a whole continent and a culture going on that they knew nothing about. Yes. It's interesting to think about how ignorant the Europeans were when they came to this country that they had no respect oh, for right. the cultures that they were then enslaving people through and indoctrinating them in Catholicism and right. doing all of the rest of what they did. And killing thousands of yes. them as well. It would have just been nice if we had been taught something a little more real. Same as with slavery. We were taught such a weird, distorted interpretation. Or We were taught that there was a certain amount of sophistication and intelligence that was imbued in the European mm -hmm. and that the other people who were of a different color were primitive and had to be either enslaved right. or indoctrinated right. in the culture and the religion it of the really conquering. It insane. Well, I mean, the culture was all about colonialism before they found the New World, so I guess it makes sense that they find this land and instead of going like, this is land we didn't know existed, let's see who lives here and find out about it. Let's see if they're friendly and they'll let us come and, and meet them. No, it's this is land we didn't know about before. Let's own it. <laughs> no wonder we feel that aliens are going to come down and kill us. Yeah, right. <laughs> because it's that's what we did to everybody else. Yeah. Anyway, at least we're living in a time where people are changing their views. Yes. One of the views that I'm actually looking toward is the idea, I've said it before, but Native American reparations. Mm -hmm. No one talks about it, and yet it seems to me that there needs to be discussion of right. land given back to Native Americans. Right, and, by Europeans. And there are no records, probably, right. for how many people right. were That's slaughtered right. um, and how many people died on the Trail of Tears Trail or something. Trail of Tears. There's so much more work to be done on yeah. our understanding of indigenous people yeah. and our respect for them. We need to learn to have respect for the indigenous people who founded the land that we now live on. Our history books have to be more honest and say what really happened. Say that European colonialists came here and started a policy of killing the well, They wanted the natural resources yeah. that were on the land and right. in the land and they didn't want any and they, competition and for it. They saw themselves as superior. They saw the native peoples as inferior. They saw them really as either a commodity that they could enslave or an inconvenience that they could kill off. Well, they also wanted to convert them. Oh, and that too. So they had acolytes right. that Another, robbed them of their own culture. Well, it robs them of their culture and teach them a form of so-called Christianity that they'll suffer in this life, but it'll be okay because they'll get something in the next life. Yeah. And that makes them lie down and play dead for you. It's like, okay, you can abuse me because Jesus is going to come for me after I die. We've just got such a bad history as white people. It's bad, but it's also not taught honestly. That's the extra. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the Facebook thing. It's bad and we know it's bad, but yeah. we still keep teaching it yes. the way we teach it. No, it's true. 
I feel like that's the next wave. Mm-hmm. It's it the next be. wave of understanding of wokeness mm-hmm. for the country. And we'll see if we get there. Right. Homelessness is such a big issue, but that article that you gave me to read from... USA Today. Yes, was really interesting. But the most interesting thing that I found about it was that in New York, at least in New York division that deals with homelessness, they say that every person gets a bed. That is so different than what's happening in California. We can't say that anybody gets a bed. And what I noticed, call me crazy, but homeless people didn't have tents before. Mm-hmm. They were just right. lying out on the street right. without any kind of shelter at all. Right. Then suddenly they had tents. Mm-hmm. And once they got tents, they were right. taking over the sidewalks. I don't live in a community that has homeless people on my sidewalks. And I've noticed that people who I'm familiar with who are liberal are very upset about Mm -hmm. having to deal with the homeless population Mm -hmm. because they can be aggressive. Mm -hmm. A lot of them have drug and mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but I imagine that if you live on the streets for even a short period of time, you develop mental health issues. Right. And the problem is so vast that I don't know that there is a solution. Mm -hmm. At least we have a very bad problem here of nimbyism, Mm -hmm. not in my backyard. Mm -hmm. There was just something passed where if you are a homeowner, you can divide your property into two parcels and make one available for another living space that can be a duplex Mm -hmm. so that our single family unit way of life is in danger or in process of being amended. I don't think we have the political will, honestly. Mm -hmm. Eric Garcetti made this a big deal. We got two significant laws passed for money for the homeless, Mm -hmm. and the problem has only grown worse. Mm -hmm. I... I have to confess, I know so little about what's happening like in LA in terms of public policy and new laws and what have you. I just think maybe it's like climate change. Maybe it has to be a macro approach, but also a micro. And I think we have to search for, and maybe there are people who can tell us this, ways that individuals can do something, even if it's small, to make some kind of movement. I realize it can't be put on individuals because it's a societal issue. Yeah. But it seems like while we're working or not on a large societal level to address this problem, it would be nice if an individual could do something. And maybe that just has to do with saying hello to somebody and treating them like a person. Or maybe it means giving five or ten bucks to somebody so that maybe they can have breakfast. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's just these little micro approaches. Yeah, I try to do that. I give money to people who need it. I didn't used to. Mm -hmm. And then I heard an economist say, or actually, it wasn't an economist. He was a social scientist. And he said, don't judge, just give people money. If they right. need money, just give it to them. Right, and right. And don't think about, are they going to buy drugs with it or right. judge? just do it. Yeah, just give it to them yeah. because they need it. And you don't have to go anywhere past where it's a transaction where you give it. Yeah. I think one thing that happens to us, we're the privileged class. And I think we become kind of hypnotized with these large issues like climate and homelessness that it's just too big. Maybe I'll forego a certain single-use plastic box this week, but there's not much I can do. Well, it's about policies. Yeah, we can't individually make the changes, but... We cannot because we are enthralled to... Corporate. Exactly. And I don't think corporate interests are the ones that are creating the homeless situation, but it has to do with public policy. Yeah, and priority. Yes. Because if we could put a Mars rover up there to go around and take up soil samples, we should be able to do something that 
takes care of the homeless. You would think, but they are so separate. Those yeah. funds are thought about so separately. And I remember when we put the first man on the moon, I was sort of like, well, there are people who are hungry in Africa. Wouldn't that be a better use of our money? I associate myself with an organization that makes lunches for homeless people right. every week or well, twice a week. that matters. That makes a difference. Yes, that makes a difference. It's the starfish thing. Right. One homeless person with a lunch is one homeless person that isn't hungry for a day. Right. At the same time, that's not getting at the problem. The problem is that we don't have enough housing and we don't have enough services for the mentally ill and the needy. And we don't, on a societal level, we don't have a sense of urgency about fixing it. I mean, people feel urgency because someone showed up on their front porch that doesn't belong there, but that's a property issue. We don't have a sense of urgency about the social issue. You know, it's just, it's it's turning. That's my fear is that the sympathy that people used to have right. for being homeless has now turned into antipathy. Mm. And that is my concern, is that it's now going to be blame the victim, blame right. the homeless person, right. and not the society that allowed them yeah. to become homeless in the first place. Yeah, instead of becoming a teachable moment where, yeah. where something could shift. Yeah. Can I talk about Squid Game? Oh, let's go on to Arts and Leisure. Arts and, the Arts and Leisure <laughs> section. Squid Game is the most popular streaming program in Netflix history. Really? More than Tiger King, more really? than The Crown. Wow. It's huge. It's this very dystopian series that I said it was a cross between Parasite and Hunger Games. It is not as layered as those are. It's got a lot of shoplifters in it, too. Oh, wow. Because these are people who are scamming to get by. They get into debt in debt. It's clearly where society wants them to be. Mm -hmm. And so they have no choice but to participate in these very simplistic children's games where if they win, they go on to the next game if they lose, they die. Wow. Yeah. It's very interesting. And it's very addictive, too. Because mm -hmm. I have now watched five episodes, and I don't watch TV like that. Right, right. But I have just sat there with my mouth open. The difference is, it doesn't have the twistiness that parasite has or that hunger games has where mm -hmm. you really deeply get to know people who are in these games and who are oh. fighting for their lives and fighting for their families' lives right so it's very much the individual on the individual level and that really only goes so far because we don't learn all that much about them we don't learn about their internal lives right. as much we do with the lead character mm -hmm. but the rest are pretty much it's more about the game itself apparently uh, it's about the game itself the people who play it. and it is about the people who play it but the game goes on whether we know about the people or not right I've got to say, that pilot was just an e-ticket. Wow. It was so great. Wow. And awful, uh -huh. harrowing, and violent. And I don't like violence. It's funny because they have those little tiles that you see on Netflix, and it's so colorful and light, and it, it looks like almost a cartoon. I thought it was a comedy because of the design of the poster. When I first heard about it, I thought it was a reality show. Oh, okay. And that you die, meaning something happens oh, right, to you, right. but you like play you die. Yeah, like those little Japanese things <laughs> where you, you know, you're trying to not get pulled down by the lava <laughs> or whatever. So I just didn't watch it because I thought it was a reality show. Mm -hmm. 
It is a scathing comment on capitalism hmm. and the value of human life. Wow. For that reason, I recommend it. And like I said, I don't go for dystopian and I don't go right. for violence. That I really but you go for social commentary. I do. That's happening. White Lotus had that aspect oh, yeah. to it too. It did. So maybe we're entering a phase. I wonder if it's post-pandemic where people have had this opportunity to kind of re-examine what they really want to do and what they want to be about. I think it's a combination of post-Trump and post-COVID. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I don't want to say much more about Squid Game because it it's either will appeal or it. it. Yeah, there are a lot of twists and turns, mm -hmm. and, and I don't want to give them away. Well, I've so. got to watch it just so I can converse with people because everyone's watching it. It's, it's, I don't want to wait 20 years the way I have with the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 20 years from now, you'll go like, hey, I just watched the <laughs> Squid I Game. Number three. <laughs> yeah, I watched the third episode. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Just, I want to try to stay plugged in. Yeah, I think you'll find it very much like it's like popcorn, it's very addictive. Mm, that sounds fun. Yeah. Chestnut Man. Oh, I just wanted to follow up on the Chestnut Man. If you like Scandi Noir crime shows, it's a really good one. It had a slow start, so I, I had a little bit of doubt. But it's just the perfect mix of political intrigue and violent crime. You have the detectives who are totally messed up in their own ways. Talk about social commentary. It has a lot in it also that's about how do we treat people in our society who are being mistreated? How do we treat battered children? How do we treat huh. children from families that aren't functional? And are we putting them in a situation that's better? Or are we putting them in a situation that might be even worse than where they were mm. because we just want to get them out of where they are? So it's got a lot of social commentary of its own that has to do with really with the treatment of children. But anyway, it's beautifully done. The intertwining of the different subplots is nicely done. I don't want to say too much about it, but if you like crime dramas, it's a good one. Well, it has really great auspices. The creator is the one who did the killing, like we said last yeah. week. Yeah, Sven Streistrup. That sounds but, like a Scandinavian STD. You learn something new every day it's on this good. podcast. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> I had my own, well, Icelandic, so it's not Nordic. This takes place on a really windswept landscape. It's a farm. Two youngish people, Numi Rapace, who played the original Swedish girl with the dragon tattoo, oh. is the lead in this. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, this sounds great. It's this couple. Clearly, there's a weight on their marriage. They're in their early 30s, mm -hmm. mid 30s, maybe. And it's done in such a real way that it's hard when this magical element comes into it. They discover this magical kind of creature. Hmm and take it in as their own. They're so far away from any other humanity that they can live in their own little world and, right. it, and not be affected. But at one point, the world does encroach and consequences come to bear. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say too much about it because it's just a very special little film. It's called a horror film. There are horrific elements to it, but to me, it's much more of a fantasy than it is a horror film. Mm -hmm. Like I said, there are moments, but it's really about creating a world and being able to sustain it mm -hmm. out of love. Hmm. It's called Lamb, if I didn't say that before. Hmm. And I think it's definitely worth seeing. It's a film. It's not a series. It's a film. I saw it at the AMC Sunset. Oh, okay. Yeah. It will probably be streaming sooner or later, but it's time to say goodbye, boomers. Great talking with you, and we will be back in your earbuds in a week. See you soon. Bye-bye. Stay safe. Bye.